1: And curse the patriarchy.
2: We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast
4: about knitting your way to true love. And hopefully finding out who the real Joey is and the real Dotton, and the real Aaron and the real Xavier uh, by meeting all of their families. Some of them in suspiciously
2: decorless homes that might be Airbnbs, like wherever Dotton's family was in Fresno. But here (laughs) to discuss Charity's hometowns and her truly excellent taste in men, I think, is Alex Sujong Laughlin, producer extraordinaire of Normal Gossip. Alex, welcome to the pod. I can't believe you haven't been here before. I am
3: so excited to be here. Long-time <laughs> listener, first-time caller.
4: <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to chat with you. This is a great episode too to dive into because man, this is one of my like favorite hometowns I think so far out of all the seasons.
3: Yeah, nobody was, like,
4: destroyed.
3: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Huge, huge. Huge, huge.
4: I
2: mean, I just, I loved all of these families. I loved how Charity acted towards all of them. Like, she managed to do things like say something truly specific about each man and her relationship with them. And, of course, all of the parents just loved Charity. And I would like her to give me a lesson on how to charm parents because this was its truly a master
4: class. Yeah, I know well, they all obsessed. loved her. Yeah. <laughs> obsessed. The biggest villain was Uncle Joe. So just don't bring your aunts and uncles around and everything will go well. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't bring your crotchety uncle around. Uh, we will get there. <laughs> but let's start off with Aaron's hometown because they are in Houston, Texas. And Charity cannot believe how fast hometowns have arrived and same because it's only episode (laughs) six
4: like where has the time gone has there been any time i'm not sure abc (laughs) has taken it that's that's where it's gone
3: you know i don't really mind the shortened season though because like it's snappy it's it's we're moving Mm -hmm. we're moving along i know like usually when we get to hometowns i'm kind of like okay i get it it's a slog um but I don't know, it still feels fresh and exciting to me.
2: Yeah, in a sense, I agree. I I feel like they I just hope they don't like only do this to charity. Yeah. Yeah. And then go back for bachelor to like 12 weeks. Like if we're shortening the seasons for creative reasons, then let's let's shorten them up. But don't don't punish our poor charity.
4: And for some odd reason. Even the short like timeline, I feel like I know these men 10 times more than I know (laughs) contestants from other seasons. Only
2: 25 of them. Yeah.
4: So I like this format so much more if they keep it. If they don't, well, poor charity. Then it just
2: feels like a dig, dig at charity. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still wish that they had been traveling internationally, but whatever. They're they're in Texas. And Aaron is the first guy to take charity home to meet his family. And she's like. She she is entering this week being like Aaron is behind. Mm-hmm. She keeps saying this. Mm-hmm. She's like I have to find clarity this week. I haven't gone on a one-on-one with Aaron since week 1. So like we'll see how this goes. We don't get the classic run and jump, but we do get a walk and seamlessly swing your <laughs> legs up around Aaron's waist <laughs> from charity. It's very graceful. Yes, in their bright neon
4: green shirt. <laughs> she is. She's
2: she's an athlete. She's like, I will slowly approach and then I will simply mount. Hoist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wrote down immediately like she is not feeling it with him. <laughs>
4: Because it's the just, run and jump wasn't seen, there.
2: <laughs> well, I've just never seen someone be so o- overt. Like, she's so open about it. Like, Aaron's mm-hmm. behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not as into him.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, but now he's just here because I had to have four men uh, for hometowns. That's the kind of sense you definitely get.
2: Yeah, Aaron yeah. just really started behind, and he, he almost catches up, but unfortunately not quite. They both are, like, wearing different shades of chartreuse, Mm-hmm. what producer picked Aaron coordination. off. Yes. Yeah, I, we, you know, we love that coordination. And yeah, it's been 10 years since Aaron has brought someone home. 10, so this is a big deal for him. Yeah. He also, they sit down and they have a chat before they go to his family's house. And Aaron mentions that they haven't discussed the L word yet. The L word <laughs> is love, in case you... <laughs> I'm sure you you all were wondering.
3: And he says, I wish we were talking about that L word. L word. But we're not. You
4: know, that one. As
3: they're talking about the L word. But they're not (laughs) actually talking about
4: the L word. Talking about the L word. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I was like, I thought the
2: L word was a show about lesbians. But um, great show. Great show. Different from the L word that Aaron is discussing. I was like, oh, you want to talk about the like early aughts um, (laughs) representation of Queer women's sexuality on television? Same, Aaron. Oh, no, that's not the conversation you wanted to have. Weird. But they both kind of wish that they were at that point. Charity knows they're further behind. But she's like, okay, maybe this is it. Let's psych ourselves up. Maybe we can get there. They head off to Aaron's home, and we meet his family. And, like, from moment one, I was like, oh, this family's going to put in a good showing.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, you could tell by the food that was cooking, in Ethel's kitchen, which made me hungry and honestly jealous of Charity because I was ready to eat.
2: <laughs> I know. She's like, here's some fish. Here's some gumbo. Here's some frog legs. Like, they're just like doing it. Up. The meal looks amazing. So we learned that we will be meeting Aaron's mother, father, his older brother, Edward, his younger brother, Eric, and his sister-in-law, Audrey. They're all adorable. The family is sitting around the table before Aaron and Charity arrives. And Eric is like, if Aaron smiles really big at me, but doesn't say anything, I'm going (laughs) to know Charity's the one.
3: (laughs) We love men and communication.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I love that they were like, this is the emotional intimacy we have developed over... Like 27 years of being yeah. siblings. He's like, <laughs> I
4: smiled to Aaron across the room when I knew I wanted to marry my wife. So that's all I need to know that <laughs> oh this God. is his wife.
2: It's so cute. I was like, oh no, men need to be more comfortable discussing their emotions. These men, I, I think they need to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> yes. And learn that they too are Kenuff.
4: <laughs> <laughs> work on your Kennergy.
2: Yes. Yeah. Work on your Kennergy, guys be like Alan. (laughs) (laughs) But Charity gets an immediate warm welcome from Aaron's family. Ethel's like, you're so gorgeous. And Aaron is like, Charity's going to do great. My siblings are going to love her. My mom will love her. But also she did once lock my ex in a room for 45 minutes.
4: (laughs) Which this totally like, Huh? Like, like explain more, <laughs> but he didn't, so Yeah, I was like, we really
2: breezed past that. Excuse me, locked in a room? That's not appropriate. Parents should not do that. Nope. Imagine you go over to like someone you're you've been dating for like a few months and one of their parents just like puts you in a bedroom, <laughs> locks you there for three hours. <laughs>
4: run. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Is-
2: yeah. Then you have to climb out the window and escape. But Ethel seems very gentle. So I don't, you know, no, I think Aaron might've been exaggerating
4: and then she feeds you afterwards. So it's like, I'll lock mm-hmm. you in a room for 45 minutes, but here's some gumbo and lobster and, and fried catfish. And I'd be like, okay, that that's fine.
2: Yeah. You're like some, some light kidnapping in exchange for gumbo. It's like not <laughs> the worst trade. Yeah. <laughs> And Charity's like, this is definitely the way to my heart. She's enjoying sharing food with Aaron's family. And she says, this food is literally the best food ever. My taste buds are dancing. It's,
4: mm-hmm.
2: it's a good sign. Jealous. I was like, I I want my taste buds to be to dancing. Be dancing. Too. <laughs> yeah.
4: And then, of course, they talk about their journey, um, which, of again, course. as we mentioned, is like, When was their journey? Because they had the first one-on-one date. And then since then, poor Aaron's kind of just been sitting in hotel rooms, hanging out, waiting, getting upset. Tattling
3: (laughs) on other boys. Uh Yeah. Getting in a fight with Brayden.
2: Okay. Is this like the most, one of the most successful snitches in Bachelor history?
4: I know. Because he he stuck around to hometowns. Usually the snitches get kicked out uh, shortly after they snitch. Yeah, Alex, do you think that his
2: snitching, do you think that like permanently
4: marked him? You know,
3: we always say don't tell on people. Don't use your time with the lead to tattle because it immediately makes your relationship and your time with that person about the drama. And it's just, it's bad. There's a part of me that's like, has Aaron rewritten this rule? Like, are we entering a new era where the rules are different. I don't know. I guess maybe it depends on how strong your underlying relationship is.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder if it's just like Aaron is the exception to the rule because Charity was actually into him, and yeah. mostly the guys who tattle, the lead is like, you're fine.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or they're like friend zoned already, uh, where yeah, she already yeah, had. Yeah, that they're that connection. like,
2: you're my buddy. You're my buddy who I gossip with, yes. and you, I'm sure you you can
4: appreciate that, Alex. <laughs> yes. That's-
2: as a connoisseur of gossip,
4: but I do wonder, yeah, if that it changed like their vibes at all um, after he did it. You know, because she was definitely like, you know, Lauren Elena romance, and then the whole Braden situation happened, and Aaron kind of slid down the the rank. It's so. just cl- classic
2: one-on-one, like first one-on-one yeah. vibes. Yeah. That guy like never wins. It's always someone who's a strong contender, but mm-hmm. not not the final one. Mm-hmm. So I think he just, it's unfortunate for Aaron, but he was kind of put into that role pretty early and he couldn't quite climb out of it.
3: Yeah. He's going to be so okay, though. Yeah.
2: He's going to be <laughs> He's great. He's going to be
3: so fine. I just need to remind
2: everyone, this is friend of Aaron Clancy, which I just think says a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're
3: mm-hmm. going to be two bros on the beach tearing it up. Drinking mail, it up in Mexico, yes. Tearing it up in San Diego. Yeah, like these
2: bros are gonna bro out and are gonna have the best bro time, yeah. bro. Yeah, the ultimate energy. But first, <laughs> the ultimate <laughs> energy. But first, we 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 do spend more time with Aaron's family. Eric, his brother Eric, is adorable and is just like, I see how Aaron, how elated Aaron looks. He's like, hey, big dog, you wanna <laughs> you wanna go for a chat? Intimacy. Oh my
4: God.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Male intimacy is so beautiful.
4: So many great sibling moments this whole episode. but
2: I love that men, they need to use some like really like aggressive masculine language to be able to make an emotional disclosure. Mm-hmm. So we start with, with Big Dog, and then we get to the emotions. And I believe we have a clip.
5: This is good. Her emotional intelligence. I feel like we're pretty similar. You know, if you guys are on the same level emotionally, like real talk... I think you can solve any problem that comes your way, right? So yeah just just keep that up. I see you're you and Audrey's relationship like she's been <laughs> through so much with you. Yeah. The good times, the long distance. Like you might be my little brother, but I look up to you in many ways, and I hope you know that. Like yeah. I'm very proud of you. Oh, and man. stop. You're just such a good uh you're just such a good role model. Somebody's cutting onions out
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's such a sweet moment between these two brothers. I this this moment really endeared Aaron to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I felt like I wasn't feeling all that into him. Maybe for me, the Brayden snitching mm-hmm. really colored how I thought about Aaron. And then you meet his family, and he, we got such a soft side of him in this exchange. What did you guys think?
3: Yeah, I think that this hometowns for Aaron was, like, a big opportunity for him to have some— much-needed intimacy with his family members. Um, I think sometimes people use, like, these extraordinary opportunities in life to say the things that are, like, on their hearts in their everyday lives, um, but they, like, don't feel like they can actually go there, so they wait, and, like, I think that's what this was for Aaron and his family, and I love that for them. That's such a
2: good point, mm-hmm. and I think I've we've spoken to men who have come off this show, and a few of them... Have said that there's something about The Bachelor that is this almost permission structure for straight men to express emotions, and so I do sometimes think that we see that trickling down to these family moments where it's like, oh, all of a sudden I've been practicing talking about feelings for the last month, yes. and now i can I can express feelings to my brother, my mother, my oh. sister, my dad, and it's really it's really beautiful, so we love that emotional growth for Aaron ethel aaron's mom and charity sit down for a chat and ethel's like i just want someone to love my son as much as i love him charity's like yes ma'am Yes, yeah. ma'am. i love all the <laughs> yes that, ma'ams
1: ma'am. and this she's is so why, adorable and she,
2: this southern. is why
4: yeah she kills the the meet the parents game because she's just so polite and put together and oh my open and honest really, i just yeah she
3: was giving me like like job interview vibes like you're about to ace the job interview and it made me wonder like did she practice these questions and answers with the producer <laughs> ahead of time or does she just like walk around like this I, think,
2: I, I wonder too yeah. I
3: think she might just
2: walk around like this she seems Wild. this way
4: for sure yeah
2: yeah She's this is why she's a real life disney princess yeah. because mm-hmm. she just knows this just comes naturally to her but she also says to Ethel like I don't want to be Put into a box. Like, I am a person who has been put into boxes my whole life. And yeah, I'm here. I'm dating on a reality show, but I'm so much more than that. Ethel seems really impressed. And she's like, Charity seems so compassionate and purposeful and warm. And I agree. And I think that it's interesting what you were saying, Alex, because it does give job interview vibes, Mm -hmm. but also she's so warm that it doesn't come off as stiff, or yeah, rehearsed mm-hmm. in the way that you would imagine a job interview often would. It's
3: like the perfect combination. It's wild. She is just like, she is so poised in a way that I wish I could be. And I simply am not. I'm just, same. <laughs> <laughs> let me word vomit all over you. You will find exactly. that that's charming. What, that's why we have podcasts. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> people who edit
4: them. That's why we have podcast editors. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. That's why we have producers and (laughs) editors and they are very important. And then Ethel asks Charity what she would say if Aaron were to propose today. And what Charity says next, I think, is telling. We have a clip. I will say probably
0: not. But my answer would not be in reflection of who Aaron is or where I stand with him. I value what a proposal means. I value saying yes and doing it only one time. And so for me, I want to be at a place to where when I say yes in my person, I'm
4: 100% certain where I'm at. Yes. So honest. I mean, wow. that that's the truth, though. <laughs> that's the truth right there. And I was like worried about this because I was like, is she going to sugarcoat this for For mama, like, is she going to say, oh, yeah, I would totally say yes. But, no, she told the truth, which is why she's a real-life Disney princess. She just knows the right thing to say, but then said it in a way that, like, didn't freak his mom out.
3: (laughs) Yeah, she finessed that
4: perfectly. Mm -hmm. She really
2: did. Yeah, she didn't lie, and she also was like, I do value your son, but the answer is no. And I think that that's, that's just the simple truth in this moment on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will break down the rest of charity and Aaron's time together.
5: Can you keep up? I like, love
1: this show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
2: Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy.
1: I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively.
2: Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down.
1: If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's
2: entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just
1: fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
2: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp.
1: Visit betterhelp.com love to see it today to get 10% off your first month.
2: That's betterhelp, hel slash love to see it.
1: Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: And we're back. So Charity sits down with Aaron's dad, Eddie, next. And he's like, I still can't believe that my son is on The Bachelorette. (laughs) Like, seems
4: weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which all the parents are always like, yeah, this, the whole process of the show is not for me. But here we are.
2: Welcome. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really think my son was serious when he said he was doing this reality TV show. But I, here I am filming currently.
3: <laughs> Eddie was <laughs> such a sweet man. I just, oh, my heart. I know. We had a lot of soft dads, which yes. I always
2: really, really love. It's so, it's really beautiful. And Charity seems so taken by his family. Like, I think she went into this date mm-hmm. prepared to find the things that were wrong with Aaron so that she had a clear reason to send him home. And instead, it goes so well. Eddie is like, look, in this family, we have a good time. We fuss, we fight, we kick, we claw, we scratch, we hug, we love. <laughs> it's so
4: cute. I Classic just Classic
2: family. It. So cute. And he says, if this feels good, just wait till Christmas. Yeah. And, like, that's when we really do it up.
4: And she, like, Charity wants I, to be at Christmas. Like, you could tell. She just wants to be in this family. But then that, you know, she, she's waiting for that she doesn't connection want to be with, with, with
3: Aaron, Aaron to, yeah, to actually. She just loves them.
2: <laughs> it's like that episode of Sex in the City where um, Carrie is obsessed with a young Justin Thoreau's brilliant mother. Mm-hmm. But, like, isn't that into him? And just yeah. like keeps continuing the relationship because she's like, his mom is so great. Um, and that's that's charity. Yeah. That's charity with this family. Um, Eddie also chats with Aaron and they have a beautiful conversation. He's like, Charity is a keeper. She's sharp, articulate, and beautiful. It's really sweet. Aaron and his dad cry together. Aaron's like, I just, I always wanted to make you guys proud. I, am so grateful for your support and love. And Eddie's like, that's just what we do. We're family. We're here to support you.
4: Again, this is another moment of like, they're opening up and it's showing you how like Aaron's journey on the show has allowed him to like sit down with his dad and be like, I've always just wanted you to be proud of me and like, you know, love me for who I am. And his dad's like, we do like, that's, that's who (laughs) we are here. Just, but it was so sweet.
3: Yeah. And notably, like both men kind of facing slightly away from each other and not looking at each other as they're saying these like intensely emotional things. Love it. Beautiful. No notes.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Truly 10 out of 10 masculinity (laughs) right here. Like that. Let boys cry. Let men cry. This is the kind of masculinity that we crave. And I love seeing it on such a conservative show (laughs) like, (laughs) like, like The Bachelorette. So they check back in. Charity and Aaron come back to his family. And Aaron's like, Charity fits in like a glove. This day was perfect. And Charity's like, I can't wait to come back. And (laughs) Ethel goes, from your lips to God's ears. And they all just crack up Mm -hmm. laughing. And laugh. But
4: I'm like, Charity, no. Why? Don't say that. Like, Charity, you won't be back. You won't be back. I'm so
2: sorry. We all know how this ends.
3: (laughs)
4: Yeah. (laughs) We all know. In that moment, she really was like, I want to come back, but again, yeah. I won't be back. <laughs>
2: yeah, she's like, I just really want to make gumbo with Ethel. Oh. Afterwards, Aaron takes Charity to his old high school football field because
3: classic. he's just move. going for
2: that. Mm-hmm. Classic. He's going for that high mm-hmm. school Sweethearts vibe. He gives her a Letterman jacket, and I was so relieved to see that these jackets said, Aaron and Charity yeah, on the yeah. back and not like future Mrs. Bryant.
4: <laughs> Closet Thank staple goodness. now forever. You know, you could wear that that yeah. Letterman jacket wherever you want, charity, because it doesn't say yeah, Mrs. Bryant. Now,
2: on it. now she doesn't need to like throw this jacket away when she gets engaged to Danton. It's like a cool <laughs> she can rewear it now. <laughs> but he plays the Lauren Elena song and they dance on the football field because oh. that's their song. They kiss. Charity cries. It's really a perfect date. He's like, this is the leap we needed to take. And Charity says, if it's me at him at the end, I would
4: not have a worry in the world. Yeah, which is true. But again, they're just too far behind. I feel like if this date was like two weeks ago and then they had a hometown, it would be very different. But
2: I mean, I think The Bachelorette sometimes is just, like, a great— makes a great case for the fact that, like, soulmates uh, uh, is a bullshit concept. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can probably be happy with a small variety of people. And, yeah, given a different situation, maybe she could have had a good relationship with, like, a whole handful of these guys. But Mm -hmm. that's not the situation we're in. So Charity heads off to Collegeville, Pennsylvania— for Joey's hometown, because although he lives in Hawaii, he is from Collegeville.
4: I was hoping to get a Outside. little Hawaii, though. I was like, "Wait, where?" Were, like, I had to our- like, Google where Collegeville was. I was like, "Where? Where are we now in the U.S.?" Me too, <laughs> and it's in between Philadelphia and Allentown. Mm-hmm. Charity shows up, just wearing
2: a beautiful, beautiful yellow dress. She's greeted by the dulcet tones of geese honking. <laughs> <laughs> she hugs and kisses Joey, but again, no run and jump. And Charity has shown up to Collegeville, being like, "Joey's a shoo-in." Mm-hmm. Oh my
3: god! She, I wrote, "They want to bang!" Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> mark.
2: Yeah, I was like, "There is no chance Charity's not taking this man to overnights." So yes, yeah, please.
3: <laughs> yes, the chemistry is insane
2: insane these two like can't stop staring into each other's eyes and making out yeah Mm -hmm. it's just all they want to do deep
4: stares. and I respect it I mean I'm (laughs) I'm I've been into Joey since the beginning even since we first just saw his picture and read his bio we were like it's Joey Sam he's really cute so cute he is he just is he scratches that like
2: high school jock with a heart of gold itch Mm
3: -hmm. that I
2: think I have from childhood and
3: it's just like it's swoony I think he looks like a Byzantine painting. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: That's so weird. That's so good. It's like, like the yes. curly
3: hair, the shape mm-hmm. of his eyes. He has this sort it's of the slightly eyes. downturned look that yes. is like so charming and like classic looking. Classic and the in the color Byzantine of his eyes sense.
4: too. They're like this, like <laughs> yeah, oh greenish God. brown. Uh. Yeah.
2: Can someone who is better at Photoshop than me please Photoshop Joey? into a byzantine painting yes. yes we would all appreciate it here on on this podcast <laughs> charity's like joey is yellow my color and he's like well every color oh has been your God. color
4: right answer <laughs> okay mm-hmm. joey. thank you joey
2: okay. <laughs> of course before they go to see the fam they got to do a tennis date mm. because men on this show love to teach women things yes and Joey can teach charity tennis. He can teach me tennis, too. I was yeah, like, same. Yeah. I was like, teach same. me tennis. I'm down. I am down. I, I have never um, really, like, had a strong desire to play tennis. But watching Joey teach charity, I was like, wait, I can wear a cute little matching set. Mm-hmm. And this cute boy will
4: then tell he me buys for you. how to swing like, my he racket. buys you this cute set. Like, he wants oh, to yeah. see charity in this outfit, this cute maroon color. She is, she like, glowing, so matching scrunchie. I'm like, come on, Joey. Invite yeah. me to tennis lessons. <laughs>
2: I'm ready. She looks amazing. And clearly, Charity shares our feelings about Joey's, you know, just charms. Mm-hmm. We have a clip. Joey's cute before tennis. He's cuter in his tennis element.
0: So cute plus cuter equals the cutest.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's just math. <laughs> so many cues. So cute. So little yes. time. It's... It's simple math. Like, cute plus cuter does equal the cutest. You can't you can't argue with that. <laughs> she's just so giddy. She's like, Joey is all the great things. He makes me feel so giddy. He makes me feel so loved. I'm so cute and flirty when I'm with Joey. She's revving herself up to tell Joey she's falling in love with him. And then... Buzzkill Uncle Joe arrives <laughs> on the
4: scene to fuck shit up. To fuck everything up.
3: Immediately when he walks in, the music changes to this weird, like, silly music. And I was like, what yes. is the tone they're going for here? What is happening? <laughs> I know, they're like, is this a clown?
2: Is it hijinks? Is it trepidation? Mm-hmm. Is it all three? You know, it's, it's hard to say. But we know, we know it's not that, like, swoony romantic hero vibe mm-hmm. anymore. Joey's like, wow, Uncle Joe, he is one of the, if not the most special person in my life. He was Joey's coach and mentor. And Joey says he was the person who made me into the man I am today in a lot of ways. And so his opinion means a lot to him. And I think Joey has a sense that Uncle Joe is critical. Yeah. So he seems a little nervous about what his opinion might be. And we learn quickly that he has cause for concern because Joe, while he really likes charity is like, I don't know, something didn't feel a hundred percent with
4: Joey. The vibes are off. Yeah. You know why the vibes are off Uncle Joe? You, because you threw the vibes off. I feel like Joey, as soon as he came on the court, like Joey's whole, like you could see it actually, even from watching the show. I thought like he just like tensed up. I was like, who is this guy to to Joey? I get the coach thing because, yeah, Joey seemed like immediately nervous. Yeah, it's
3: weird to like be on a date with a close family member. Like (laughs) also, I like I don't know. I just I think that the person you are with a person that you're dating that you're like in swoony love with is not going to be the same person that you are with your uncle slash tennis coach slash mentor And also... Exactly. Adding cameras into the mix. Like, this is a reality show. Like, yeah, of course it's going to be weird. Weird
2: vibes. I know. Like, inevitably. Like, the vibes are baseline weird. Because you're being filmed. And then, I think that when you are in the beginnings of swoony love, you are your most embarrassing and cringy self. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, if your close family member, someone who you respect who, like, you want to see you in a very specific light suddenly comes on the scene, your demeanor is going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That doesn't seem like a red flag to me. That just seems like an inevitability. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and you think Uncle Joe would would know that, but nope, nope, not aware at all. He's just like, yep, the vibes are off. This isn't the girl for him. He's not himself. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm in. And then he's like, I'm out. But the vibes were off. And then I'm like, should I question Joey? Like, maybe I need to. And then I just watch the rest of this hometown kind of worried. (laughs) Well, Lee,
2: that's what they're trying to do to you, okay? Look, I fall (laughs) for
4: it every time, Emma. I fall for it every time.
2: (laughs) Before they go to meet the rest of Joey's family, Charity and Joey sit down and they talk again about the realities of being in an interracial relationship. And he's like, you know, I know that my family will be loving, but if there's anything that you need from me or that you want to bring up before we go, let me know. And this seems to really comfort her, just that he is, again, like, making that space and, and asking her what she needs in this moment. So she seems to feel good as they go into meeting his family. Charity says, Joey means a lot to me and has changed my life for the better. And she really wants to tell him she's falling in love with him.
3: Ugh. Okay. Okay, here's a thing that I'm thinking about going into the state as a person who is in an interracial relationship and has been in many interracial relationships. The like the concern about the family, yes, there's a concern about like overt racism of like, oh, like what are your kids going to look like, like that kind of racism, but the way that that often shows up within families is, oh, I don't know. Something's not quite right with this person. Something's not quite right with this relationship. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that she's Black. Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, put words or racism into Uncle Joe's mouth, but just as a person who has entered into this dynamic before, that felt incredibly familiar.
2: Yeah, I actually had the same thought. Obviously, yeah. we don't we don't know what Uncle Joe was thinking or sensing. We really know almost nothing about him. Yes. But I definitely that definitely is a dynamic that occurred to me where you're like can could this vague concern that is kind of unanswerable yeah. in a way. Like you're setting them up like you can't get out of a concern that's just like oh, the vibes are off and are you being yourself? Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. not really something that you can disprove. And so that is an easy cover for something more sinister kind of lurking underneath. And I think that that is, I'm really glad that you brought that up, Alex. That was definitely something that occurred to me as well.
3: It's just like, it's the uneasiness and it's not, the thing is, I think it's totally possible that Uncle Joe was like, Oh, something does feel off, and maybe he himself can't even quite pinpoint what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe if he like did some morning pages and like journaled about it for several hours, like he would maybe figure he would it out. Reach yeah. that point. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, that's the kind of thing that like can fester in a relationship and within a family dynamic for years. Am I speaking from experience? Maybe. Um, of like, oh, yeah, we just, you know, we just never quite gelled. And it's like, hmm, I wonder why you didn't I quite wonder gelled. Why. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that that is, that is important. And I do wonder if that was something that Charity was picking up on as well. Yeah. Because she was very warm towards Uncle Joe from moment one. She's like, can I hug you? Yeah. Like, I know how important you are to Joey. And it didn't feel like she was receiving that same energy back. And maybe that was just Uncle Joe's whole thing. Yeah. But it it definitely felt off, even just in, like, the limited amount that we were seeing.
4: And then you could sense her nerves uh, after meeting Uncle Joe and then going to meet the rest of the family. Like, it just kind of mm-hmm. heightened what she was already sort of, you know, trepidatious about. Um so yeah, it was an interesting thing to see. And I'm really happy you brought that up as well because it's, it's a, an important point.
2: On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will finish up with Joey and get to the rest of Charity's Dates.
5: Can you keep up? I like
0: loving.
2: Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next.
1: If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about
2: And we are back. And I'll say the vibes are better when Charity Mm -hmm. enters Joey's family's home and meets his two sisters, Carly and Ellie, his brother-in-law, Zach, and his parents, Kathy and Nick. Uncle Joe is also there, but I'm less
3: excited (laughs) to see him. My God, his family is so beautiful. I just wanted to know. know, like, his sister, was it Carly? Like, I was like, ah. Come on the show, Carly. You're so pretty. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Didn't you just want to stare at his whole family? Yeah,
3: they all yes. have these like
2: big, beautiful eyes and long lashes. His dad, his mom I mean, I was just I was very into it. I was very into his mom's energy. She like immediately starts weeping, yeah <laughs> and she has this beautiful gray hair. i just i I felt like it was some relatable mom energy to me personally. there mm-hmm. are some some echoes of my own mother in in Kathy. <laughs> She's like, just gives Charity the biggest hug and her, she's just tears coming down her face. It's very cute. And Charity first goes to chat with Joey's sister, Carly, who, as you said, beautiful angel with beautiful angel wavy hair. I was like, drop, yes, drop the routine. What are the products? Carly. What are you doing? Yeah. What
3: mm-hmm. is yeah. scalp Let, oil are you using? <laughs> exactly. What makes Let you you, the you? people know. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what makes Carly, Carly. <laughs> yeah and is it something i can purchase? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hopefully.
2: <laughs> or is it is it just an ineffable essence that i will um simply never have access to? But Charity and Carly seem like immediate gal pals.
4: I loved them together. They're mm-hmm. just precious.
2: Oh my god, it's that vibe that when you if you are a woman dating a straight man with sisters, you're like this is what you dream of. Yes.
4: And I love that, like, one of her first things, she sat down and she's like, are you nervous? And I'm just like, oh, my God, she's, like, getting at the, I don't know, the root of Charity's feelings. Like, she can probably sense that she's a little, like, overwhelmed. But I just loved that little quick exchange and how, like, genuine it felt between the two of them.
2: It was that great girl energy Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. get when, like, you bond with a girl in the bathroom line at a bar and someone offers you a hair tie. Like, it just, (laughs) you could really, you could really feel it. It was... It was great. And Charity offers up, I think, some really specific things in telling Carly about why she is so into her brother. She's like, Joey makes me feel really comfortable. You know, when we're together, nothing else matters. She's like, he brings out the good in me. And I think I bring out the best version of him. It's which is just really exactly what you want to hear when you meet a sibling's new partner. Carly also says that, you know, any trepidation she has is just because Joey feels really deeply and they've seen him get hurt. And of course, when things end in his relationships, they're the ones who are there having to pick up the pieces. And Charity's like, look, obviously, I don't know how this is going to end. I really don't. But when I think about Joey and what I want with him, I want forever with him. And when Carly asks if she's falling in love with him, Charity is says yes mm-hmm. immediately.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I noticed that. I mean, because it's Joe. Like to her, right, at this point, it feels like Joey. Like she's all in on Joey. Yeah, I think Joey.
2: Joey's next bachelor. That's the <gasps> vibe I was getting. Joe. That's what I think. That's what I think because I think she is so. I think she's super into Joey. I think ultimately she has a better and deeper connection and with Dotton. but. I think Joey, you, as you said, looks like he came from a painting and is going to go through such an epic heartbreak because he's so into charity. It's going to set him up beautifully and, and this gorgeous family to just be on our <laughs> on our TVs in 2024. That's this is my prediction. I don't I don't know any spoilers, but this is my prediction.
3: My God, I'm still holding out hope for Xavier. I am. Um, we will mm. get to him, but I'm obsessed.
2: Oh, yeah. I also, I love Xavier. I would also be happy to see. I mean, here's the thing I would honestly be happy if Charity ended up with any of these guys, mm-hmm. and I would be happy if any of them was the next bachelor. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. I really love all of them. Yeah. I haven't felt this way since I think Tasha's top four, which I can't even fully remember Ooh. who they were, but I know it, it was, was like Ben, Ivan, mm-hmm. Ivan. Uh, Zach, Zach. obviously. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember who the last one was. But I just... It was a
2: really good Final Four. Oh, oh,
3: Brendan. Wasn't it Brendan?
4: Yes, yeah. Yeah, because he looked... I think it is Brendan. Oh, Brendan. Brendan? Yeah, Yeah. he went to Paradise after. Right,
2: not Brandon. Brendan. Yes. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) Brendan... Yeah, and Brendan had a fall from grace, but we loved him. Mm We loved him on Taisha's season. Yeah, Yeah, that was a very solid Final Four. Mm -hmm. You always just feel... It feels really comforting when the women on these shows have good taste in men or taste that mirrors your own. You're like, yes, we're all in this together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Especially because we, like, I also want to make out with yeah. all these guys.
4: When we did our predictions, I feel like she's just tracking really well. And I'm like, you know what? She's a woman of the people. <laughs> I'm proud of us. I'm proud—this is about us. But Joey sits down with his mom
2: to chat, and she's like, how do you think your relationship compares to— her relationship with the other guys because there are other men here. And he's like, well, I make her feel like she can be herself. And like, I'll always have her back. And she does that for me. And he's like, we've had really deep conversations. We've discussed the reality of being in an interracial relationship. And I like that Kathy said, well, what was your answer to that? What did you, what did you Mm -hmm. say when you guys discussed this? And he said, he said, you know, we talked about how I always want to learn and understand how to support charity better. And I told her that our family knows that love is love. And this is what Kathy says next.
0: I really think if you are being you and you're being real, she falls in love with you. There's no doubt about that.
5: do you think I'm not being me and not being real? Are you doubting that? No. So then why
0: are you worried? I'm afraid you could
5: get heartbroken. I understand. And I'm afraid I'm going to get heartbroken. All I can tell you is I don't doubt the process and okay. I don't doubt charity.
2: Okay. So here's the thing this clearly was sort of meant to seed some doubts and kind of back up Uncle Joe's concerns. Mm-hmm. But how I read this moment was this man will be the next bachelor. <laughs>
3: Interesting. Because he
2: literally says, I trust the The process process. and I trust charity. He's a process guy.
3: I love (laughs) it when people say, like, I trust the process as if this is like a scientifically designed, like, (laughs) thing that works when we have clear evidence that this does not work. (laughs) Airtight. What are you talking about, Alex? (laughs) And I just, I love it.
2: I love it. I love the faith. (laughs) This is science. This is science just like Love is Blind yeah. is a deeply scientific experiment, experiment. okay? Th- these have been stress tested. <laughs> They're very scientific, and I don't know what you're talking about.
4: <laughs> What's j- not to trust? Yeah, Joey's letting these producers know, I trust this process. Like He's yeah. like, I'm on board, yeah. guys. Well, it's fine. Cast me for the next show. Yeah. Oh, if gosh. and when I get heartbroken... You heard it right
2: here. I'm ready. I'm ready, coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've really, they've they've
4: coached him well. No coach. No Uncle Joe here. No, 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 no. Don't yeah. say no more <laughs> coach.
2: <laughs> no, see, this is why they love professional athletes. We've discussed this before. They take direction really well. Yep. Yep. Uh, not exactly tennis is a little bit different vibes from football, but there's still that like I trust in authority figures energy, as we're seeing mm-hmm. with Joey and Uncle Joe.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But Kathy cries and is like, look, you and your sister are still looking for your people. And so if you found her,
4: I'm very happy for you. Oh, they're oh, cute. So much They support. definitely have like a real so yeah, support. supportive bond for sure. You can tell. Everyone through- is
2: very supportive mm-hmm. except for Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe is like, yeah, Charity, she seems cool. She seems grounded. She seems legit. I like her. But you didn't seem as comfortable. You had me nervous.
3: Hmm. What
2: could it? And he mean? says, "Yeah, what could it be? What could it be?" Yeah. He says, "My biggest concern is whether Joey is portraying himself or is trying to be somebody that she wants." And he asks Joey, "Is this experience truly about you being you?" And Joey's like, "No, I'm actually really confident that I've been my most genuine self." Mm-hmm. But Joe doesn't buy it. Joe is like, I don't care what you're telling me because I did see you play tennis for five minutes, and
4: yeah, you're I, a pleaser. I know you're a
2: people pleaser. <laughs> yeah, you're a pleaser. It's just so
3: bizarre. I just wish that he could like give a very specific example of an interaction that gave him right. pause. Like, I think mm-hmm. that would be really helpful for everybody involved and also the audience.
2: Yes. What What is making you nervous? Mm-hmm. If it's just a vibe, then you should be able to ask your family member a question. Be like, do you really feel comfortable here? Do you really feel like you've had the chance to get to know this person? I want. I, I know that we've talked about the fact that you've been this kind of people pleaser and not really taken time to think about your needs in previous relationships. Does it feel different this time? Are you taking – A moment to think about that and then if your family member says yes i feel great then that should be enough frankly
4: yeah Mm -hmm. and joey did you know he was standing up for himself being like i i am being genuine you know this is what i want i have feelings for her i could be engaged but uncle joe was still like oh no you're you're being somebody she wants and and not yourself so I'm like, what you can tell their dynamic is this way where like Uncle Joe is the one to always sort of plant these seeds in his head about like even probably with tennis, like you're not good enough mm-hmm. today or or you could do better or um, who are you trying to please? I don't know if I like the the energy. And this is someone who he says has like shaped who he is as a man. Yeah. I don't like the energy at all. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> it's very bizarre. <laughs>
2: It's very weird. And the weird vibes continue when Joe and Charity chat. Mm. He's like, yeah, Joey's going to be an amazing father, an amazing husband. I know he wants those things, but I'm not sure if he's ready for all of that right now. And then he says this. We have a clip.
0: To be honest, today on the tennis court, I got a little vibe from him Mm -hmm. where I'm like, hey, are you trying to be somebody Mm -hmm. that Charity wants? If there's a concern I have, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of that. Okay. How confident are you, are you that you have the genuine Joey? The real the real Joey. Ah, uh, yeah, I feel pretty fairly confident in that. And yeah. you guys would know that way better because obviously you guys know him, but I have not sensed anything other than just genuineness from him. I'm like very much confused. I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like that hasn't been the case with Joey in what I've seen. I feel like he's been very consistent with himself. It's concerning and it's alarming a little bit. Maybe I am missing something, but what is
2: that that I'm missing? I don't know. And that's what kills me, that part at the end. Mm-hmm. Because what is she supposed to do with that information?
4: It's really hard to listen to it like back because you really f- feel like her emotion just drop when Uncle Joe like throws this at her like what do you mean I'm not getting the real Joey and uh, I don't
2: because you can't discern that yeah if you're just told someone's not being real then every single thing they do becomes suspect
4: exactly Mm -hmm. and now she's like backtracking like maybe I haven't been like seeing the real Joey and then you're just like Uncle Joe you just fucking blew everything up thank you so much (laughs) rude as hell
2: (laughs) But Uncle Joe is like, Charity, hope you find what you're looking for for both of your sakes. So when Charity and Joey go to say goodbye, the vibes are not great. She's clearly reeling from Uncle Joe's opinion, and she tries her best to stay positive, but Joey can sense that something is just off. They walk outside the house and sit on a bench, of course. Did anyone else notice that this bench— seemed to be moving all around the country
3: (laughs) to the various
2: states.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Or it's just like the most popular bench in the country. Yeah. It's like definitely the
2: bench that they can rent from every, I don't know, furniture rental company in every part of the country. They're like, no, we'll take that one. Yeah. The same model because it shows up here and it's very clear that it's not attached to the house because most people don't just have a one random bench sitting at the edge of their lawn <laughs>
4: <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> those in the bachelor interns are working so hard this episode just like traveling the country with the bench on their back
2: they're working so hard yeah they're carrying that bench on their backs all the way from collegeville to like fresno california they're like oh, we're almost there guys gotta put this bench down by a river Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or Sisterhood the driveway the traveling bench it really—it made me really—I got very happy when I noticed that this bench was just, like, kept kept popping up. It's amazing. <laughs> so they have their chat, and she doesn't tell him that she's falling in love with him because she just doesn't— She's like, I don't feel bad after this date, but I wanted it to be perfect, and it was just good.
3: I <sighs> wish that she had talked to Joey about mm-hmm. what Uncle Joe said I also Same. wish Joey had talked to her and been like, you seem different. What's going on? Yeah. Like, it. Uh, yeah. communicate.
2: I know it was that classic early dating thing that you do yeah. when you can sense something's not right, but you hope that if you just keep giving what you think is good energy back that the other person will meet it and then you'll end the interaction feeling good. And instead, both people end up leaving and kind of feel…
1: Like sure, shit.
2: yeah. Yeah, Charity starts crying when they're saying goodbye and she's like, it just really sucks that I have to say goodbye. And she's obviously confused and Joey is like, what is going on? Here's a clip of how he feels after she leaves.
5: I know that I'm falling for this girl. I know how much she means to me, but it felt weird when we were on the bench. Okay. She seemed kind of uncomfortable. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, she's- Bye. Now I have like my own head spinning about what does that mean. Like she's crying when she's leaving and I think those are happy tears. She says she's gonna miss me, but then she's not looking at me, she's just crying. Like, was that a goodbye? Like, is she not confident in this anymore because of tonight? I don't know, I felt like every time I've left her, I felt very confident and today for some reason, I just don't. Could this be the end for us?
2: Oh,
4: Joey.
2: Poor Joey, at least you know he's paying attention because he could sense that something had shifted in their relationship, and you're so right, Alex. It feels like this could have largely been squashed with a short conversation,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. he was trying with to get like, at it with like, are these happy tears? But he knew they weren't happy tears. So just ask like what happened? Did you sit like Uncle no Joe one was and me being direct? yeah, he clearly they- knew un- Uncle Joe was feeling. A sort yeah. of way, and he should have assumed that maybe he said something to Charity, and they could have just, yeah, figured it out. He could before. have been like,
3: "Yeah, my Uncle Joe is kind of weird." Like that's yeah. all it would have taken. <laughs> that's it. To, <laughs> Don't to listen make to this him. Go yeah. away. <laughs>
2: yeah, Joe can be a little bit of a cynical dick sometimes, and then it's like, okay, well, whatever. That's that's his shit. Yeah, yeah. it's not about us. Ugh. But with that weird energy. Charity leaves Collegeville and heads off to Cleveland, Ohio to knit with Xavier. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> this, oh, my God. I mean, can we just swoon for a solid minute over this hometown date? I just... Going from Joey's to this, the best leap
2: ever. It was it was the palate cleanser we needed. And speaking yes. of leaps, she does finally complete a <laughs> run and jump. Finally. Finally. It's the only one we get. <laughs>
3: She's enthusiastic. I, She's, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk about this date. Um, <laughs> I am a knitter. I like always have a knitting project on hand. I have so much to say. Oh my God, please
2: say, say more. So obviously on this date, their first stop is a knitting class at a yarn store. It is adorable.
4: Have you been to a knitting class at a yarn store? Tell me everything. I haven't. I want to go. I haven't because
3: I learned how to knit from my grandmother. Um, But I will say immediately like it is a very stressful environment to walk into a yarn store where a lot of people are knitting and not know anything about knitting. (laughs) I always say a yarn store has the same vibes as a record store or a wine shop or like a bike shop. Like it's the same environment (laughs) of like You know, there's a little bit of side-eye, a little bit of, like, you have to prove you know what you're talking about before, like, the people will help you. Mm -hmm. Um, So, very brave of charity. I love (laughs) that Xavier, like, helps her pick out yarn that, like, is a good match for the needles that they have. Ugh, I know. I liked that
2: light blue, like, Mm -hmm. Carolina blue color Mm -hmm. that they ended up choosing. And it looked like those needles were, like, thick enough to to actually learn on. Mm -hmm. Nice and
3: thick. It's also… It was very clear to me that, like, Xavier got her started and just, like, did a couple rows on her needles. And then she, like, you know, did, like, one stitch. It was like,
2: yeah! I was thinking the (laughs) same thing. As someone who has on and off been a knitter, every time I stop knitting for a few years, I, like, forget how to start Mm -hmm. a new knitting project and need someone to help me. And that's, like, just a really giving thing to do for a partner is start their knitting project. Yeah,
3: I... Like it is a, it's a big challenge uh, to teach somebody how to knit. And um, I once tried to teach my husband how to knit. How Um, did that go? You know, like (laughs) I'm standing over him being like, you just got to do this. And he's, he's a PhD (laughs) student. And he was like, this is not your finest hour pedagogically. And I was like, <laughs> damn. And he like walked out of the room and then just like found a YouTube video, um, which is to say that even between two people who have sworn to be with each other forever, um, knitting can, can pose a real intimacy issue.
4: <laughs> could break that up. So the fact that Xavier gets this done is even more momentous now because Exactly. Hearing yeah. that.
3: Speaks very highly of him. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. He's very
2: patient. Yeah. And Charity is a great student. She's very open to learning. And everyone in this knitting group is so supportive. I really wanted yes. to know how they found all of these people because there, it's like it, it looked like a like a United Colors of Benetton ad. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. it was yes. like, do you? It was like, did you just <laughs> did you pluck these people off the street like at a casting call? Like, what? I need to know. I really want to know how this group came together. But it is it is beautiful, and Charity seems so tickled by this because she did sort of finger xavier as a bit of a fuck boy Mm -hmm. early on i think just because i think he just like looks like her ex a little bit or something Mm -hmm. or the vibes she has all of yeah she has all of these assumptions about him because she was like he he reminds me of my ex and then she keeps learning these new things about xavier and she's like wait this is so wholesome Mm -hmm.
4: yeah 'cause I think He's when they first You're trying to knit. Yeah, when they first started dating, he was very much into like, "You look amazing. You're beautiful. I love your outfit." It was everything was sort of the physical surface. And I think that was more just him being like nervous or just like not I don't know. She she thought he was like her ex, but I think that's just him trying to like find the right thing to say because he is so as she calls him wholesome. He is wholesome. Yeah. I love him so much.
2: Oh,
3: bless his little oh. heart.
2: I Love this man. He, and he just, he's really, he's really hitting his stride on this show. I think he's finally kind of gotten comfortable. Mm -hmm. After the knitting, they grab a coffee and they talk again about what he said last week about (laughs) his fear of commitment and his fear of marriage and how he's just unsure about the entire process. And he's like, look, I want to push myself to be better and more understanding And Charity thinks that going into tonight, she'll be able to get a better gauge of where he's at once she meets his family. But she's still worried. Like with Aaron, she's going into this date with lower expectations. It's like the opposite of Joey, where she goes Mm -hmm. in being like, this is going to be amazing. And then it isn't.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it feels really clear to me that with Aaron and Xavier, she is going into both of the dates looking for the right reason to end it. With them. Yes. But then both go so well that she's like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. No, it's exactly it. And she's like, okay,
2: so if I was going just by hometowns, Mm -hmm. maybe I'd end it with Joey, except that I really like Joey and I really want to make out with his face more. So (laughs) that feels wrong. (laughs) Yeah, It's hard when you have this limited time and you have so little to go off of that, like, every single conversation can kind of sway it. So they head over to Xavier's house to meet the most important people in his life: his parents, Tracy and Clarence, and his sister Chelsea. Another ten out yes. of ten family. Mm-hmm. Yes. My
3: God! And another hot sister.
2: So uh, hot.
4: hot sister. Oh my God! Amazing like, sister too. Hot like siblings. hot, supportive, yeah. loving sisters.
1: Uh, I just love oh
3: my God. it. Obsessed with charity. We love it. Obsessed.
2: They're obsessed with charity. Immediately his mother is just like gorgeous and wearing fabulous earrings and has a nose ring i just i loved her and charity talks about how obviously something that she and xavier have have bonded over and talked about a lot is the fact that his mother has ms and that his father is the primary caretaker in that in that relationship and will continue to be and charity can immediately see like how much this family supports each other even through mm. these these hard things they sit down and they tell his parents and sister about their journey. And she's like, I just really appreciate how gentle and patient Xavier is. And
4: mm-hmm.
2: so do we, Charity. Yep. We appreciate mm-hmm. how gentle and patient Xavier is.
1: We and love Xavier's Xavier. Like,
4: oh,
2: we love him. Xavier's like, Charity has helped me grow. She's an incredible woman. And his mom is. Shaken to her core she by really what is. she sees.
4: She's like their energy in is her- like, whoa. I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. Like they really do have great energy when they walk into the house. I think the knitting really sparks something uh in charity. Like she is, she seems more smitten with him than than I thought she'd be.
2: I know. She's she's really, she's really taken by him and, and his family. And his mom is like, wow, they really seem like they've been together for a very long time. I am, I am shocked by what I'm seeing. Mm. Charity sits down for a chat with Chelsea, Xavier's sister. And they basically immediately bond. Charity is just having a good run with sisters. They talk about whether Chelsea thinks Xavier is really ready to be in love, ready to be engaged. And this is what Chelsea says. Next,
4: do you mm. really
0: like him? Mm. Are you falling in love with him? Are you already there? Like, where, where do you? I right feel now? like I'm like in between the in like and falling in love. Okay, I haven't verbalized the falling in love part mm-hmm. yet, um, yep. and neither has he. Okay, um,
2: I wanted to talk about this moment <laughs> because it epitomizes. Oh my god! The the language of the Bachelor universe mm-hmm. and all of the steps you know, first you like someone and then you think about the fact that you could fall in love with them. You can see yourself falling in love. Mm-hmm. And then you are falling in love and then maybe you're falling for them <laughs> and then you're in love. And then you're in love. And Charity was very honest. She <laughs> she can see herself maybe falling in love with <laughs> Savior in the
4: future, but... It hasn't begun yet for her. Yeah. <laughs> On the bachelor scale of like to love, I'm right yeah. somewhere in here, Chelsea. What do you it's think? It's very Just middle another- school.
3: It's very like, <laughs> I'm going to hug my boyfriend today. <laughs> That's what it feels like. These like arbitrary steps of like, okay, I haven't verbalized that I'm falling in love. I'm almost there. We'll see. It's like, it's so I silly. Also,
2: <laughs> I like how it it feels like she's telling Chelsea you know Xavier is supposed to say he's falling in love with me first, and he has not completed that step. So I'm unsure how I can move on yeah. to the next level. So I'm in that like happens. I'm in like
4: for the foreseeable I'm future. Still,
2: I'm st- I'm still in like. I yeah. know we're at hometowns, but I'm still in like with your brother because he hasn't said it either. He hasn't. We even talked about the L word, <laughs> but they they have a very good vibe, and Chelsea seems to affirm seems to assuage some of um some of charity's fears she's like you know xavier has been looking for his person for a while now he's really a giver in a relationship he needs someone to give him back that same energy love and support and she's like i could i could see him getting down on one knee if if it was right <laughs> Charity then talks to Tracy Xavier's mom, and she also, I think, reassures Charity about her son's readiness.
4: Yeah, she's. she's and I like, love when she's like, and he really wants to be a dad. I know he wants to be a dad. He's told me he wants to be a dad. He's very <laughs> like, <laughs> he's ready to
2: just knock someone up immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time. She's like, yeah, my son is ready to get married, ready to be a father. He just, he wants it to be right. And if anything, he's fearful because of the short amount of time to fall in love and propose and kind of just the the show's process itself. And I think all of this makes Charity feel better. Like, Xavier, this is consistent with what his family sees in him, that he's a person who exercises caution but not because he's unsure of charity mm-hmm. only because he is unsure of whether this timeline makes sense and that seems that seems logical she's like okay
3: yeah great i don't I know good. if the order that we're seeing this is the order that it was filmed in but it does seem as if post joey she's like okay i need to make sure that everybody is who they are acting like with me like let yes. me double check mm-hmm. with the families <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, yeah. it's obvious that at least Dotton's date mm-hmm. was filmed after Joey's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because
4: she's like, is your son real? Please <laughs> tell me. I think she says Who that too. this person? Yeah. Like, Charity yeah. going into it is like, I need to make sure Dotton's the real Dotton. <laughs> I'm Aww. very nervous. Yeah.
2: But Xavier sits with his dad, Clarence, and he asks his dad, I want to know, how, how will I know when I'm with the right person? And Clarence says, nothing else matters when you're with that person. Knowing that person has your back. Love unconditionally. Hmm. And Xavier's like, okay, I feel like I can get there with charity. Mm
3: -hmm. I, I feel like in this moment, I was like, it really feels like Xavier is hearing his dad say that and thinking, I don't feel that way. And like, I don't know. I just, I feel personally, maybe I'm conditioned by like all of these conversations, but it feels like Xavier isn't quite there and is trying to convince himself.
4: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like that's what his, his family is kind of hinting at too with Charity, mm-hmm. like how he has these serious relationships, but he tends to be like, oh, they're not giving me what I'm giving them. So I wonder if he's mm-hmm. the one that's always breaking it Mm -hmm. off or taking the step back Mm -hmm. because he's second-guessing himself. I kind of see that with Charity, too. He is trying to, like, convince himself, like, oh, she could give me what I want, but I don't know if I, like, feel the same way she does about me or that Chelsea feels about Charity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Obviously,
2: The Bachelorette is just a tough environment to date in, Mm -hmm. and I think for people who require a slower burn without some sort of pressure looming over you, which is a very normal thing, I think, to need to form a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. it just sometimes isn't, like, it's not going to work. And I think that that's kind of what we're seeing with Xavier. Like, they are a good match in a lot of ways. And I believe they could have a great relationship. But I also think that we might see Xavier get a step closer to the end and be like, wait, Mm -hmm. you want me to propose in a week? That feels insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and he's right. It is insane. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it just kind of requires someone who's like, that leap feels fine to me. And I can wrap my head around it being just the thing I do in order to secure a future with this person in whatever shape that takes.
3: Yeah. Like, it's clear to me that Xavier is just outside of the bubble of like, this infatuation that's required to go all the way like yes. he can see the bubble he's like oh like I could step inside that bubble if I want to but if you can see the bubble you're not in it mm. you know
4: beautifully
2: oh, that said was just, that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's really beautifully said wow and thanks. I agree.
4: <laughs> oh my god now I'm only gonna be thinking about the bubble of love of <laughs> no yeah that's, like
3: that's, that's Joey just so is true. in it Doten is in it. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, I'm in, I'm going, you know? And I think even
2: Aaron is yeah. in the yeah. charity is not into Aaron enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Chelsea's in it. <laughs> but Chelsea's Xavier, in yet. the bubble of love with Charity. Oh my god, Chelsea's is, is in it. Yes. <laughs> like Xavier's Chelsea's like my, in it. <laughs> my sister loves her more, I think, than I do. I think Chelsea's I think, in yeah. it. <laughs> we actually have a clip of Chelsea's
2: feelings about oh my charity. God.
0: I like her. I love her. Like, oh. she, she's phenomenal. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely see you guys being like potential partners and meshing well, so I'm, I'm really happy about that.
5: My sister loves Charity, low-key. I feel like she loves Charity more than me. <laughs> like My sister does not play. She would absolutely say if she did not like Charity, and she said she loves Charity. I was like, okay, Chelsea, this is, this is a different Chelsea
2: i love, I that. love this I
4: so love much that so much i feel like and chelsea's Xavier the one on the show so comforted <laughs> she's the one falling for charity it sounds like xavier's just like the brother who just met charity like my sister's there she's reached it
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly put chelsea
3: on this show
4: she i seems loved her like she yeah, would be yeah. Great.
3: i loved her my god great energy i hope they can b- find each other after the show and still be friends
4: Yeah, and Carly too, too. like Chelsea, Carly, and Charity, the Cs, the big Cs. Let's get them together. I know. (laughs) Collect
2: all the sisters and just make them your best friends, Charity, (laughs) because they seem wonderful. And this seems to comfort Xavier so much that he decides to kind of take that leap. And he does tell Charity that he's falling in love with her. And Charity's response is... Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, fuck. (laughs) She's so excited and also like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) What do I do? What do I do? She says after being with his family, her feelings have intensified times 100 and she doesn't want their date to end. Things, I wrote in my notes, things have clearly gone much better with Aaron and Xavier's families than Mm -hmm. she expected. And now she's very confused. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, If only Xavier had an Uncle Joe. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, damn
2: it,
4: where's the uncle? And I needed him.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, only one of the people she really likes had a grumpy uncle. <laughs> and then we move on to, I mean, the true fairy tale date for mm-hmm. me of this episode. Dotton's hometown date in Fresno, California. And at first, I completely missed that they were in Fresno because I wasn't paying attention. I was like this really doesn't look like Brooklyn. Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) I wish they were in Brooklyn. I know. I I, I thought we were getting a Brooklyn hometown date. I was so excited. I was so excited. But I, I guess, no, Daughton's family does not live in Brooklyn. They live in Fresno and Daughton lives in Brooklyn currently.
4: Oh, I was wondering, yeah, I was like, could this house be, like, an Airbnb situation? I wasn't sure. (laughs) Okay. Was it an easier flight? Like, (laughs) I think the house might still be an Airbnb. I was looking at the
2: walls, and there was barely any decor. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Most of these families' houses look suspiciously similar to each other, where I'm like, these are very different families. No way you all have the same taste in decor.
2: That's the thing. I do know that they definitely come in and mm-hmm. restage the homes for filming yeah, so that they can mm-hmm. get all the shots that they need. So I'm sure... And, and then also, I know that often they will just rent an Airbnb. Like, if someone's... If they can't get, you know, the right shot in, someone's in house, the home yeah. that they have. Like, when yeah. people have apartments, obviously, they take them to, like, a restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. So I did wonder, because Doton's family was big... Mm-hmm. And they needed to shoot so many people, whether they like rented an Airbnb that just had a good backyard and a decent kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there was just not there wasn't like any anything in that home that looked specific to this family. No. And it was yeah. unclear like whose house we were even supposed to be in. So yeah. I was like, I don't think his grandma, his parents, and all of his siblings live here together. I, I don't know. I have I have questions. I just have questions. But Charity is in a flowing red dress, and she, as we said, articulates that she really needs to fact check whether dotton <laughs> is the is the real Doten. Yeah. Like after be, Joey, I need to know. Yeah, yeah. She's very scarred from yeah. Joey's date. They don't do a run and jump, but he does gracefully lift her off <laughs> of the ground because he's enormous what, six 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 seven. He, he he's is a, a giant. giant boy. He,
4: Gently like, lifts her like giant, a feather.
2: Yeah.
3: Biggest giant, boy ever.
2: <laughs> biggest boy ever, except for, I guess, Nate Olukoya, yes. who's like one inch taller than him. And I, as a person who's 5'2", like, I can only imagine what one sees from that height. Like, yeah. the world is a different place when <laughs> you're 5'2", yeah, when you're I'm 5'10", mm-hmm.
4: and I'd be like, I-, I need a tall boy, so I'm all about it, but... From your perspective, yeah, see, I think it would just be like, you know, the belly button
2: if down. If I try to <laughs> date someone who's six, seven. I, they couldn't like, re- they'd have to fully bend their entire torso over to reach me. Yeah. Even my,
3: in heels, my, my too. My first boyfriend ever was like six, two. And I'm, I'm five, four as well. And like, since then, I have only dated short kings. Because <laughs> I just, you were, like, I the, find it's just easier. The differential so unpleasant, and like you can't even hold hands. You have to like hold your hand upward so that like you can even reach them. It's not fun. Yeah, I,
2: I dated a guy who's like six two in college, and it was. You're just like, it's a foot is a lot of distance. Yes. Yeah.
4: It just sure awkward is. for the arms, the hands. Mm-hmm.
2: Charity loves Dotton so much that I, I you know, I think she's only like five three or five four, and she's like, this is worth it. Yeah.
3: She can overcome the distance. Yeah, yeah, she can overcome the <laughs> she's distance. She's willing to theater. do a long
4: distance relationship <laughs> for yeah. him. Yeah. They're both willing to bridge that gap. He'll, yeah. have, he'll have back pain for the rest of his life, and she'll just
3: <laughs> <laughs> she'll
2: grow It'll an be inch from it.
3: straining. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they'll get
2: they'll have a lot of step stools in their lives, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love that for them. And Dotton says, You know, it's always been somewhat of a fairy tale between us, and today is certainly going to test that. And I'm gonna say, The test has been aced, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is sad though. They this at this point, they are by a body of water somewhere in Fresno, the bench is there. The and ben, the geese the were there too or something
4: like that. I remember yeah, seeing too they, many geese brought this They the geese
2: and the bench all the way from Collegeville <laughs> to sit by this body of water. And Doughton is like charity, unfortunately. My parents spend four to six weeks in Nigeria every year and they are there currently. They couldn't make it back in time. So sadly, you won't be able to meet them today. But you will get to meet my brother, my sisters, and my grandmother. And they are both very disappointed because Dotton is like, My parents are the most important people. Charities, like, these people could be my in laws. It feels really important to meet them, but whatever. We're gonna, we're gonna still have a great day. As Dotton says, his grandma is a whole vibe and a half. She really is. I love that. And she is. Ugh. She's amazing. Obsessed. She's with so her. great.
3: And she loves
2: to see her too.
4: <laughs> yes,
2: she is. She's so cute. She's just like in this airbnb kitchen cooking up a storm she's like i think charity and doton are bonded from heaven and And she she says yeah her her whole body shakes
4: which (laughs) is very like in tune to what doton's feeling like this whole Mm -hmm. time both of them are like this has been like a fairy tale this feels like it's set up by like you know the gods and here's grandma just calling it like it is she senses Uh, it
2: it's real I love Grandma it. is so cute. I love her. And I also another meal that I really wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This food looked great. They all sit down for like a family style meal outside. Very, very COVID safe. A backyard outdoor, some backyard outdoor dining. And just as they're all settling in, you hear some voices in the distance. Dottin's parents are back. They flew in from Nigeria to surprise their son and Charity, and they are stunning. Yeah, they really are.
3: Bumps when they walked in. I was like, just
4: like the happiest couple. Special.
2: Me too. His father is wearing like a maroon velvet shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
4: biggest smile on his face.
2: Yeah. Adorable, another adorable dad. And his mother is truly one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She looked like a queen. If Charity is our princess, Dotton's mother is our queen.
2: It's true. She's just like Im- absolutely impeccable.
3: Yeah. Dotton sits down with a
2: chat for his mom, Adanike, who sees his happiness right away. Mm. She's like, you know, I like Charity. She seems very pleasant, but there are other guys who are here. And she asked her son, would you say that you're in love? And Doughton is like, I'm definitely falling in love. Important distinction. <laughs> but I just need my brain and my heart to align. And his mom is excited but nervous because as all of these parents, you know, they just don't want to see their son get hurt. Mm-hmm. But Charity gets the reassurance she needs that Doughton is being his real self. She <laughs> talks to his sister, his father, his brother. His dad's like, "Dotton is a sweet boy. <laughs> and he's absolutely ready to propose. His brother says, you know, he's the most genuine person. He's the most faithful man in a relationship. He's ready to get married. It's just, everything's coming up, Dotton. Mm-hmm. This is looking real promising. You can just see Charity, like, breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah.
4: She's like, he is not a pleaser. He is real. I'm getting the genuine done.
3: (laughs) Yeah. There is something obviously to be said about like, you know, (laughs) sticking through a person through complicated times, difficult times, uh, working through conflict. But there's also something about like, you know, a meeting like this going so perfectly that it, I don't know, it just flowed. It was so easy. I could just really see it.
2: I agree. And there was mm-hmm. something that, yeah, it felt like it was going perfectly, mm-hmm. but in a very natural way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all laughing together. They're having really easy conversation. Mm-hmm. And because his whole family was there, you got a sense, and it felt like Charity got a sense of what it would be like to join this, like, loud, warm, boisterous, giving family.
3: Yeah.
2: And it was yeah. intoxicating to see that family dynamic. Like, she just fit right in. It felt easy, but not
4: but not unnatural.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, which has been, like, their whole relationship this whole time, you yes. know? It's, like, it's had that just automatic... I don't know, a sense ease. of like ease, yeah. So yeah. It, it makes sense. It makes sense that the family would kind of bring that out in them too.
3: I was even wondering, like, you know, was the sort of the cultural differences was that going to come up at all? Um, but she was like, "My best friend's Nigerian. Like, of course, and your best thrilled. friend's Nigerian. Yes. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> yeah, because his sister asks her, you know, have you eaten Nigerian food mm-hmm. before? And she's like, "Of course, I have. My best friend is Nigerian, and they are thrilled. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. They're like." great. This is an even easier cultural gap to bridge. Mm-hmm. This is going to, this is going to go so well. And it does. And Charity sits down with Dotten's mom to have a conversation. And she says that she's head over heels for her son. And we have a clip from this conversation. Where are you
0: now? With, with Doughton. With my son. Oh, yes. Where are you? He is someone who's truly super special. Um, Mm. It's like one of those feelings that you can't really sometimes put into words, you just feel it and you know it's there and, mm
5: mm-hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. that is so beautiful. I know you are in a tough position. Position. Yes, I am. If you pick my son, Mm -hmm. I'll whisk you (laughs) to Nigeria. Okay. (laughs) And give you... A nice wedding. Okay. Big yes, time.
0: Big time. Okay. I,
2: I, I adopted you already. Yeah. You're my daughter <laughs> oh, I love. That. Oh, oh my God. So this sweet. charity is crying. I am I was crying watching this. It was just such a gorgeous moment. And I appreciated that so often the parents, and understandably, but so often the parents approach the lead as someone that they're in an adversarial relationship with because they are someone that might hurt their child. And it felt like Daughton's mother heard what Charity had to say and then gave her the grace of saying, I know you're in a hard position. This must be tough for you to be meeting all of these families. If you choose my son, you are welcome here. You are loved. You're part of the family. Mm And I just thought there was something so beautiful about that.
3: Yeah. You don't see that often.
4: You really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. And she just reassured her, like, I'm going to whisk you off, throw you the biggest wedding. You know, like you could see, I could see them as like a family. And I see them as a couple yeah. like always since the beginning. I mean, they're end game to me. 100%. Like,
2: they, yeah, they're absolutely end game. After they leave Dotton's family, Dotton surprises Charity. With a classic car, a Thunderbird in the in the driveway, and he's gonna drive her around Fresno to a drive-in movie theater.
3: Finally, and a man can uh, drive in this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you've made it far enough. You can Fine,
2: drive. This is your hometown, Danton. <laughs> you, you can, can drive. drive. Charity's driven all the other cars. <laughs> fair is fair, all the other vehicles. And Charity is so excited about this activity because she's like, my parents used to go to the drive-in and they drive up, they have, you know, the the concession stand all to themselves. And I was like, this to me is the real exciting part. Mm-hmm. Like you can just go like scoop your own popcorn and get all the candy that you want. Seems amazing. It goes much better than when she's with Warwick trying to yes. get ice cream.
3: <laughs> yes, Dotten notably scoops her popcorn for her. For her. Like a gentleman. <laughs> like a gentleman. <laughs> Thank God, or else, I
2: you know, I don't know, things might have been over between
4: them. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, not, not genuine at all. If dotton doesn't, you know, <laughs> scoop her popcorn.
2: They they snuggle up to watch the movie, and the movie is, of course, a mashup of baby photos of
4: both of them, because this is their story. Yeah. Just baby photos straight to their relationship currently. Mm-hmm. Nothing this in between. <laughs> So much
2: less awkward than when Rachel and Zach did this on their first date. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's right. When they just a said, lot less yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. A lot less weird. When like the only thing they knew about each other is they both liked planes in varying capacities. <laughs> this feels this feels a little bit more earned. Mm-hmm. And Charity is so overcome, she's crying watching this. And then this is what they discuss next.
0: That is beautiful. Is there more? <laughs> <laughs>
5: There's more, but not not here. But the story's not over yet. I'm just happy. Me too. The connection that we share gets so strong. An engagement has never felt more real than it does right now. I'm ready for this movie to have a happy ending.
1: Yeah,
2: me too. Yeah. Listen say and listen to those music cues. Yes, that was finale Their music. End game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, finale that's music. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's Ugh. these two. They got the sweeping romantic music. This feels so earned. Charities cried at least five different times <laughs> during this date.
3: I mean, how could it be anyone but
2: Dotton yeah. at mm-hmm. this point?
3: It has been so long since I have felt these kinds of feelings about a like final pair. And they're only in hometowns. And I'm like, I love this for you, too. I'm rooting for you. I haven't rooted for people in so long. It's so refreshing. I know. It's Look really at you. You're a changed nice woman. To watch. A- <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is what they're doing I, to It's us. just Well,
2: yeah. I feel like this is what we've been saying we want from this show. Yeah. I just want you to give me a love story that feels good. Yeah, and real. And that you can
4: root for. And like real. we want a real
2: yeah, love that, story. Mm-hmm. That we can actually get behind. And I actually see it for these two. They just seem like they're two people who went on the show and they happened to find a really good match.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And and I love it. Mm-hmm. So Charity ends her week of hometowns, heads back to LA, and of course, has to sit down <laughs> with Father Jesse. <laughs> This, for a chat.
3: This felt so unnecessary. Yeah. like And just like, just, I, yeah, we don't need this. Just a little recap of everything we've seen. Okay.
2: Yeah. They're like, so what happened? We're like, we just watched, Jesse, we know you. Okay. Yeah. We saw it. Mm-hmm. We just saw it like one minute ago. We saw Danton State. But this is, of course, meant to just tee us up to the fact that she doesn't know what to do. She's going to be heartbroken to send any of them home. And also... Things didn't go so well with Joey's family because of Uncle Joe. So they show up to the rose ceremony. The men arrive one by one to an airplane hangar. I, I, I love we'll when love, they do yep. high
3: stakes rose ceremonies in an airplane hangar. Before we get to the hangar, we had a very important shot of them all getting ready, looking at themselves in the mirrors, and a beautiful zoom-in product placement of Maybelline Fit Me Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's true. Maybelline clearly
2: put a lot of money into this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybelline is the official sponsor of The <laughs> Bachelorette. Should I go get that foundation? Like, should I? Is this, is this the same one that Serena and Joe it did sure that is. weird yep, ad It part? sure is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, here's the thing I have been thinking all season, I wish charity had just the slightest amount of highlight on. The makeup is so matte. So if that yeah. is our ad for Maybelline Fit Me Foundation, I'm not signed up yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're like they need to add another product yes. to this. Just a have little bit. Have you heard bit about glow. the glow? Yeah. Have you spent any time on TikTok? Because <laughs> I've learned a lot about makeup yeah. recently as a a 36 year old woman. Sorry, today is my birthday, <laughs> so Happy I'm, I'm 36. Day. Yeah, <laughs> I was like about to say 35, and I was like, I oh, know, I'm a <laughs> year older today. Um, the best. <laughs> so just in honor of my birthday, mm-hmm. the men arrive one by one. <laughs> Get yourself
4: some skincare and uh, yeah. go to an airplane hanger.
2: <laughs> they look extremely sharp, although I will say um, it seems like Joey got a different dress code for this rose ceremony <laughs> than the rest of them. They're all they in tuxes, all yeah. Basically in tuxes, like they're going to like some sort of white tie or black tie Event and Joey is just going to like a solid cocktail hour fall wedding in a gray suit.
4: (laughs) This tracks. I don't remember during the outdoor like camping trip. He's like, I only brought a this like thin sweatshirt.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he didn't bring a lot of options. Although I did wonder wonder if production wanted to make him feel extra nervous Mm. and sort of. And they were like, Yes, wear the thing that won't make you look quite on the same level wow. as the other three. I mean,
4: they are that cruel, so wow. I believe it. He also shows up last,
2: mm-hmm. and they're all just standing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I noticed like, the gap, The, sh- the shortest
4: like and in a, like, a gray
3: suit. He looks Aaron is, so like, separated from them. or, yeah.
2: I know, because I, the funny thing is, I'm like, Joe, I would see Joey in the world, mm-hmm. and at, again, as a 5'2 person, I'd be like, he's tall. He's taller than me. Next to Dotton, everyone looks <laughs> tiny,
4: <laughs> petite men. Yeah. Poor petite Joey, then they really emasculated him. This if you're like a six foot dude, you look
2: petite next to Dotton. Yeah, all of the men are feeling nervous, but none more than Joey, who has been just like probably in a panic spiral since Charity left his side, and he's like, I would be crushed if she sent me home.
4: Yeah, because he's like, I am in love with her. He he says like, I am mm-hmm. fully. in no, Joey, I think. Joey's like, I, oh, Joey. am, yeah. "I am in love. I should have told her, blah blah blah." And you know he's been in that spiral absolutely. Oh, he's yeah. just been like uh.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure he's been talking to his producer being like, "What did I do? Did I say the right re- I said the wrong thing? I didn't tell her I was in love with her. Like, what could I have done to make this better?" <laughs> and the producer's Aaron like, seems... "Yeah,
3: you probably did say the wrong thing. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> just I don't like know. Maybe you should think about it.
2: Just like think about it for the next 5 days, yeah. Joey. Just sit on it. Think about what you could have done differently. You won't have any time to talk to her, but you should just really, like, noodle on Mm -hmm. that and think about how you failed yourself. No. It'll be great. Put on your gray suit. (laughs) Before Charity even goes out to start this rose ceremony, she is, like, weeping in her confessional. She's not okay. She's falling in love with four people, and unfortunately, all of their families were nice to her. Um, So... She doesn't have a good excuse to send one of them home. She comes out and she has to take a deep breath and really steel herself before she starts her little speech.
3: They have really juiced the audio of her like whimpering and breathing. mm -hmm. Like I feel like they must have pulled that from a couple different spaces (laughs) and just like shoved it in there. (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah. They're layering that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, that was a good sigh. Yeah. We need a good, you know, Completely snot, unrelated. a good weep. <laughs> yeah. I like these observations from you an Audio Queen. Oh, yes. Alex,
4: thank you for your service. <laughs> audio and product placement <laughs> oh, queen. <laughs> thank you
3: so Honestly, much. Honestly,
2: <laughs> if anyone has not listened to the episode of Normal Gossip that Claire and I were on. Season one. <laughs> Alex truly did some incredible things with the sound design on <laughs> on that episode there it, like i felt that i was at the full moon party
3: yeah we made <laughs> it, it a horror layered. movie
2: <laughs> yeah it was alex you're a genius wow
3: thank you this is exactly why i came you on, on the show, show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so charity tells her men that they this week has just exceeded her expectations she loved all of their families and this is the hardest day of her life mm-hmm. because she has to say goodbye to someone she truly cares about. At this point, all of the men, except for really like Dotton, look like they're going to vomit. <laughs> yeah. first fine. rose. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And that's correct. Yeah. First Rose goes to Dotton, of course. And then Xavier. And Joey and
4: Aaron are like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Same. I was like the same way. <laughs> I knew Joey, of course, they were going to keep him. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Once it was
2: Xavier, I was like, okay, Aaron's going home. Yeah. So she does eventually call Joey's name and Aaron just deflates. Oh. I felt so sad for him. And Charity starts crying immediately. She walks a gutted Aaron out and she's like, it's really nothing that you did. We just didn't have enough time. We needed more time. And she's like, I wish I had something better to tell you as a reason, but, like, really, this is the reason. My connections with the other men are just farther along. They have a tearful goodbye, and Aaron says he's really sad it's not him because he really thought that she was his person. Mm -hmm. He's never felt this way before, and he's so thankful for her. And she says that he deserves the absolute best, and she's sorry it wasn't her. Mm. And this this is how we end the episode. Yeah. We have a clip.
5: And I saw so much in her, and I just knew that I wanted to make her my wife. And, like, I was ready to get down. I want to like be I just don't know what I did wrong.
0: <sighs> it's really hard seeing him go. <sighs> and he honestly, I'm... Yeah. I didn't make sense of what the hell I just did. I'm falling in love with someone, yet I sent them home. The more I think about it, it's actually like the most absurd I've ever done. I mean, what if I just made the
2: absolute wrong decision? <clears throat> it is. It must be such a mind fuck yeah, to I'm be good. in that position because you are encouraged to really silo these relationships and give them. All individually, you're all. And even if you might know that they're ranked uh, slightly differently, if you've really let yourself go there with all of these people, you're like, wait, why would I ever break up with someone in real life if Mm -hmm. I felt this way about them? I wouldn't.
4: Yeah, because they're not, she's not, you're not ready to say goodbye. It's like the timeline of the show telling you, you have to get rid of someone. But she's clearly like, if she had another week or another date, she would, of course, mm-hmm. keep everybody. But that's why the show you is just, fucked like, up.
2: <laughs> if you are a person who wants any kind of monogamy, you simply, like, wouldn't be dating four people super seriously at the same time, right? Yeah. Like, if you went on a few good dates with one of these four, you would just let that relationship play out until it ended or until it didn't end.
3: Yeah. this It's so messed up. You know— I always hit a point in the show where I'm like, "This is a cruel, cruel premise," mm-hmm. and that—that so that was my my moment uh, watching that. It just it was so heartbreaking. But again, Aaron will be fine. He's going to tear it up on Paradise with his best bud Aaron Clancy, and they will be great. <laughs> he will be. Yeah. We also get a
2: preview of next week. Overnights, they are finally leaving the country. Thank they God. They are going to be in Fiji, I think, for the rest of the season. And we learn that someone is going to make an unexpected return, and my guess is Aaron, given that his exit ended with her being like, "We just needed more time." Did I make a mistake? Yeah,
4: yeah. I guess. Yeah. That, that boy's
2: going to Fiji.
4: He's <laughs> I, like, "Wait,
2: you will fly me? You will let me leave the country, and you'll pay for it? I'm showing up
4: <clears throat> for I charity." I sort of I'm thought I was up. like, "Could it be Brayden?" Like, just because he wants to wear certain earrings out in Fiji like i i mean i i, I got think, that sense too
2: <laughs> i think they want us to wonder if it's braden mm-hmm. and they they cut that clip in earlier in the season in promos for that reason
3: but i think it's aaron yeah the other possibility could be that it's that like xavier maybe walks away and comes back or or maybe True. one of the top 3 walks away and comes back but I don't know mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it looks like she it doesn't seem to. like thrilled
4: like right she doesn't she's seem not so thrilled, happy that.
3: but it doesn't look emotionally traumatic mm-hmm. no which I know
2: which is why which is why I kind of think it's Aaron and not someone who is like broken up with her recently yeah because she's just looking at her producer like what the fuck am I supposed to do yeah, She says, this is not a drill.
4: <laughs> Hopefully, you know, I'm I just love praying it's, yeah. it's not Uncle Joe. That's all that matters. <laughs>
2: Let's hope yeah. it's not oh my Uncle God. Joe. Oh my keep, God. keep Uncle Joe far away from charity. But someone who wants to get a lot closer to charity is Dotten's beautiful mother. <laughs> oh, the credit sequence. my God. <laughs> we see that Dotten's <laughs> mom has brought charity an entire bag of gifts, which, yes, thank you. Including a white waist belt, which she specifies is for the bedroom. <laughs> Charity's like, oh, okay.
3: okay. All right.
2: Great.
4: (laughs) We're saving that. We're saving that. (laughs) Of course, Dotton's sister's like, yeah. She's a giver. (laughs) She's really a giver. (laughs) Dotton's face is just like, Oh, my God. (laughs) I love this family
3: so much. Would you use the belly chain in Fantasy Suites if you were Charity? Um, Only as a gag. Yeah. Like, only as a joke. (laughs) Like,
2: not—it would have to— no sexy things <laughs> could, can not have that kind of gag. Before. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like, oh my it, god. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, that's
4: unsafely. <laughs> you could can't you just wear one of those like waist belts like just with your bikini like I don't you know yeah I think she needs to use it for like fashions yeah and not as a sex
2: instrument. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We've gone too far, <laughs> oh, but
2: <God. laughs> you know I love I love how welcome uh, charity so immediately feels in Dalton's family, and I look forward to watching the rest of their love story. This brings us to the end of our recap. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell the people where they can find you and all of your work? Ah,
3: oh, thank you. Um, I'm on all social media at Alex laughs. Um, Instagram twitter i guess x uh blue sky though i'm never on blue sky um and then (laughs) my podcast normal gossip is currently on tour uh we have one show left in seattle this week i believe it's sold out so you've missed your chance but uh we will be back in the fall with a brand new season
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Normal gossip is so good. And also, uh, Alex is a really brilliant writer, so you should
3: check out her freelance work (laughs) as well. (laughs) Thank you all so much for having me.
2: (laughs) And now it's time for Love to See It, Hate to See It. Let's start with Love to See It, because
4: frankly... Mm -hmm. There was a lot to love this episode. There really was. But the biggest thing to love is knitting. And Xavier taking her to a knitting class just, my soul melted. I don't know what it was, but stop pandering to us, Xavier. Ugh. Actually, don't. Don't stop pandering. Never <laughs> stop pandering. We love it. We love you.
2: Something else we love to see is all of the beautiful sibling relationships. I mean, it's not surprising that everyone's sister wanted to make Charity their bestie because we feel the same way. But all of these, all of these final four seem to have really healthy and wonderful and loving and supportive relationships with their siblings. And Charity was just embraced into those dynamics immediately. We love to see it. Yeah. I
4: love to see any sort of brother and sister just bonding oh. so. You know, I have two brothers, and and that's what it's all about. You know, I'm the sister that has given them so much love and support throughout their lives.
2: <laughs> you know what, Lee, if I, you know, went to a hometown and you were the sister, I would feel very welcome. Oh my You've God. Got that sweet energy and that good hair. So I would
4: give you a hair tie in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
2: We also yeah. love to see Dotton's absolutely stunning mother embracing Charity as part of the family immediately. I'm pretty sure she's going to get that daughter-in-law. Yep. I yep. think it's going to happen. And that big and I wedding that in Nigeria.
4: Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, we also mm-hmm. love to see Charity absolutely slaying, meeting every single man's family. Like, she, teach me your ways, Charity, with parents. You know, I have my own in-laws already, but in my, you know, There's future life, room for
1: improvement,
4: yeah, <laughs> future life down the road uh, when I come back, I, I
2: need all sorry, the lessons. will when when I meet my second husband's parents. <laughs> uh, we also love to see the bachelor interns really putting in the work and moving that black bench all <laughs> over the country. <laughs> Someone spill the deets. Which Ashley furniture did you rent that from? Yeah. Please
4: let us know. And what about the geese, too? You know, were the geese just hopping on the bench for the ride over? (laughs) (laughs) They just pulled that audio and just really stuck it into every single hometown. Also, absolutely love to see charities glamorous... Rose ceremony. Look, I am obsessed with this dress. It was like the black sequence with the high slit, the high ponytail. She just looked amazing, despite crying throughout the <laughs> entire time. She is gorgeous. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 look. And now it's time
2: for Hate to See It. And thankfully, this list is a lot shorter than our love to see it. First, of course, we hate to see Joey's uncle undermining him unnecessarily to charity saying really vague things that are kind of impossible to dispute about whether Joey is really being Joey and not listening to his nephew when he says, no, I I am. I feel yeah. good about this.
4: And not giving a reason for any of those things he's sensing. Like, okay, explain, exactly. explain more. Um, we also hate to see the fact that we did not get to see... Brooklyn or a Brooklyn hometown date. We just got Fresno instead.
2: (laughs) I personally was robbed, even though, sure, Fresno. I know that you're Daunton's actual hometown, but come on. He's got the Brooklyn Chiron.
4: We deserved Brooklyn. Yeah, we really did. I
2: deserved Brooklyn. This is about (laughs) me. I deserved
4: Brooklyn on my birthday. I deserved (laughs) Brooklyn on my birthday. (laughs) So rude. And of course, we hate to see sweet, heartbroken Aaron at home may you thrive in paradise my king <laughs> <laughs> with Aaron Clancy <laughs> with Aaron Clancy as your wingman but his family man he this episode was so great for Aaron it's really hard to say goodbye to someone where you like fall in love with their family and they really they could have gotten there but you dot, know it's you always know, it's, best to all, it's, it's go always out on a different. high note yeah. so i think Aaron's going to thrive uh, and we wish
2: him all of the best and now it's time for our rating out of 10 Disney princesses. Last week was a nine. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this week quite reached that level, but it was close. So I'm going to give it an eight because the Dotten date really, really felt like a fairy tale. And we got some really beautiful moments where Charity just like rolled with the punches. She learned to knit. She was so graceful. And we got to see some of those beautiful tears, but I still think it was like... Eight, yeah. A 7 smidge eight. lower. Yep. Yeah, a smidge lower than last week. And on that note, that is it for this episode of Love to See It with Emma and Lee. Thanks to our guest, Alex Sujong Laughlin.
4: Love to See It is produced by us, Emma Gray, Lee Blickley, and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Moderana is our executive producer.
2: If you like the show, please remember to do everything you would do to support a podcast you love. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a review, and of course, spread the word to all of your friends about our show. May you speak about our show as frequently as The Bachelor
4: interns rent that same black bench. <laughs> And hey, if you want to stay in touch, you can email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com.
2: You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at lovetoseeitpod and Instagram at claireandemmapod. And And you can find our newsletter rich text on Substack at claireandemma.substack.com. I just put out a podcast about the Barbie movie with wonderful guest Liz Plank. I'm also on social media at
4: emmaladyrose. And I am at leebz on Instagram. And like we said, Twitter, X, uh, follow me on Instagram. (laughs) We'll be back later this week with a bonus episode on season five of Too Hot to Handle.
3: Stitcher.
0: netcredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day loans offered by netcredit or lending partner banks and serviced by netcredit applications subject to review and approval learn more at netcredit.com slash partner netcredit credit to the people you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around